Hello, hello! Welcome to the Flux Campaign. I am your storyteller tonight, Steve, and we have a special Christmas session planned for tonight. Uh, we left off last with our group having just come back from a time warp uh, adventure seen into Lazihi's Lizai's uh, um, past as a child given to us by the Raven Queen. Apparently, there's some trouble going on that we get to try and figure out later. Um, when the group returned, they found that Lokar had allowed his emotions to run his, to overwhelm him, and he ended up killing the orc blacksmith in the city of Flux, leaving his head on display. And the group now has to deal with that. Well, also, this session having to save Christmas, so let's jump <laughs> right into it. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger, with my beast companion, White Tiger Snowflake. I am Anthony. I play Pook, a uh, sorcerer warlock, uh, currently very, very upset with a pumpkin in my hands. And apparently Minnesota. Uh, Eric, and I play Lokar Orcbane. Um... Yeah, the Tortol uh, Paladin. Alright, and we will start off with the campaign picking up right after the group is able to get Lokar um, together in a room. And the story will start. Oh, literally you're just going to get Lokar and put him in a room? I'm going to have Lokar and all the party finally just getting into a room together. Oh, because Lokar was headed to bed after he did his deed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to go knock on his door. Okay, that's fine. And we're going to just skip to the part where I have us starting the Christmas special. <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas and all through flux. All the adventurers were yelling quite in a huff. Lokar did not see reason, his actions of which he was sure. The others were angry. They thought his action impure. Would the holiday season save their group, or would it all be reduced to poop? With a crackle and pop, our party finds themselves transported. A wintry portal through which they are... Ported? Hmm? They find themselves in a wintry tundra, with high winds and snow, and behind them is a single red candy cane pole with a light atop and a sign affixed it says a north pole but which is it and so you find yourself standing under this big red and white striped pole with a lantern with a weathered sign that says the north pole in the middle of a winter tundra and we find ourselves with Lokar, Puck and Silva standing there Lokar's just going to shiver and go, Why are all these planets have to be cold? And I was going to say, I hate this place so much. And why did it... Oh, God. Um, where is it? Is It's just us three. And I'm looking around. Uh, the Snowflake is here, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to, uh, 
I don't know, it kind of puts Snowflake in between me and Lokar. <laughs> okay. I'm not as strong as, say... Well, the thing is, did, uh... In the, the short, brief time that we were there, did, um... We meet up with, uh... Uh... Bardis or... Or Isabella? Like, were they knocking on the door with us when we were... Oh, everyone was in the room. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much if they were... Yeah, I'm not the strong one. Um... I kind of don't want to be stuck with a killer in the middle of the wilderness right now, so... <laughs> are you saying that out loud, or you're just emoting that as a... I'm emoting that with a tiger in between you and me. Yeah, Lokar's not paying any mind to your defensive maneuvers, but he just kind of looks around and, oh, it's very cold out here. Uh, is there any sort of, like, indication in, like, a direction we should be moving? Oh, like, towards, uh, you uh, can see in the distance from where you're standing that there is a light source um, that you can see through the wind and snow. Um, okay, he's going to start moving that direction. Alright, you start to trudge through the snow, which for you is up to your knees as you're trying to trudge through it. And he's shivering the whole time, trying to get towards the heat. Yes. Um, you, everyone else sees Lokar start to trudge towards um, what looks like a light in the distance between, uh, visible through the wind and snow. If the snow is that high, Silva will ride on Snowflake. And follow. Alright, Snowflake is a white tiger. She blends into the snow. You are. It looks like you're just hovering in the snow moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm staying behind and just following the tracks. Because I'll die out here anyway. So, Lokar leads, uh, and with his deep trudging, Snowflake just kind of follows in his footsteps as he's leaving a path behind him, and then Puck brings up the rear as you move towards the Source of Light. Um, as you get closer to the Source of Light, you can see that it's actually a large stable and barn um, with... Uh, what looks like worn red paint and a white trim. The doors are closed, but it looks like it hasn't been used in quite a while, except for a single lantern glowing at the top window on the overhang of the barn. Okay. Um, probably go up and knock on the door. You knock on the door, and there is no response. You can't even hear anything inside the barn. Is it does it look like there's a lock or anything? Uh, no, no lock. Okay, I'm gonna attempt to open the door. All right, you grab a incredibly cold metal handle on the barn door as you begin to uh, try to shove it to the side against the snow that is built up against it. And can you roll me a strength track? Uh, sure. Are there any uh, windows or anything anywhere? There is 
is the one window up at the top of the barn where the lantern is hanging out. Um, it looks like it is closed, though. It's a 13. 13? Yeah. Uh, after a couple false starts, you manage to just... And pull it open as a smell of, like, decayed, uh, like, a... You would know this, like the smell of decay from a farm that's been long abandoned. Okay. Just like things that kind of built up uh, mildew and stuff like that? Yeah. And as you peer inside, you see a large, shiny red sleigh and eight stables with signboard names over them that have been worn by time and weather and are illegible. Okay, but we can get, at least get into the barn and close the door and, like, warm up a little bit? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is a strange sort of barn. But you said the, the sleigh looked, like, how did it look? The sleigh looks pristine as if time has not touched it. Okay, but everything else in the barn looks very, like... Yeah, it looks like it's been left alone for possibly decades. Okay. Because there's like signs and stuff like that that you can't read. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think Lokar would just look around and like see if there's you know if there's any way we can get a little bit more heat going. Um, I guess there's not really a way in a barn to, to like start a fire or anything without potentially burning the whole thing down. But yeah, kinda. I mean, you can see that there's like old uh, patches of like straw and hay across the floor. Um, a lot of the wood in the stable is really cold, but it's, like, dry cold. Um, like, the snow hasn't gone into the bar at all. Sure. Um, and then you have the pristine red sleigh. Hmm. This All is right. a, a very I'm unusual. Just going to the entrance just on the inside to block the wind. Well, I would have closed but the door I... behind us. Yeah. If he comes towards the door, I'm going in some reasonable way away. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically there's eight stables that are empty. There's a red sleigh. No sign of animals in the stable? <laughs> no sign of animals in the stable. I mean, okay. yeah, no sign of animals. So... I'm going to go around the sleigh between, you know, I'm keeping everything between me and Lokar. And <laughs> I just, I'm just making sure there's at least always something between me and him right now. Um, right. Yes. While I'm doing that, I, I do like curiosity, pique my interest and look in the back where people might store stuff. Yes. So the back of the barn or the back of the sleigh? The back of the sleigh because it's between me and Lokar. All right. As you edge your way around the barn the opposite direction of where Lokar is and make your way around the sleigh your curiosity gets you to look inside and you see that there is a large uh, sack in the back of the sleigh it looks like it's mostly empty but it looks like there might be something inside based on the shape of the bag alright I do let my hands slide down and see if I can get it out. Is it really heavy or no? Uh, you 
pull back the opening of the sack and you stick your hand in and at first you feel nothing but then suddenly something brushes against your hand and as you pull it back you're holding a perfect red coat that is sized for you. <laughs> we'll let Tony be huh. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eric talking like, about Logar. <laughs> I'm like, huh. It looks stylish too, yeah? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking at the sled a little bit, like trying to figure out I'm like what like I'm kinda like just in my head and a little bit out loud going like I'll put it on. The it rest gets, of the barn gets is, me warm. Is yeah. desolate, but the sled is pristine. And then I look up and see Puck and go, "What are it's you wearing?" Warm. It's so warm. It, it is a pure red coat with white fur trimming on the sleeves, collar, and bottom hem. And it is perfectly warm. The moment you put it on, it's like you were never in the cold. Your, the core of your body just instantly warms up to a comfortable level. Is there, uh, is there another one in there? I don't know. I'll reach into the bag again. As you reach in the bag, you pull out two more coats. One is sized for Silva. And then there is one that you have difficulty pulling out because it's so large to fit Lokar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear armor. <laughs> they just called you big. Can I just have a scarf that's red and white? <laughs> I, I put it on just and then feel yeah. the warmth. Anyone else find the that kind of weird? It is that strange that there's exactly three of these. No, I think that it's strange that. Well, do I know of? Uh, why is that there are three just sized for us? Is there, I'm going to reach in for more. As you reach in, you find uh, more items. You find a you find a roll of parchment, a lantern, and a large lump of coal. Let's make frosty. You also find a smaller bag inside of that bag. And when you look inside, you see oddly, oddly shaped dice. Okay. A die or a set of dice? A set of dice. So parchment, a set of dice, a lump of coal, and what was the other? A lantern. A lantern. Um, uh, can you guys see in the dark? I'm, yeah, I'm sure I have dark vision. Yeah, I have dark vision. <laughs> All right, I everybody, uh, but humans has dark vision. Would have it. <laughs> All right, well, this is decorative. <laughs> um, and we have to give it to the one that changes their eyes alright so uh, uh, we could hold on to that um, let's see uh... actually right. Lokar you do not have dark vision oh I don't? you have regular vision I have total vision features traits and, features? and then there's racial traits at the bottom it's usually oh, under go. additional sense types Oh, yeah, I guess not. Okay. I'll take the lantern then and play it and try to get it lit. Uh, Alright. I, I held it at arm's length away towards you, but here. I, I'm just going to say that there is at no point that Lokar is going to pick up on your... No, I know. On I, your I, I, <laughs> I know, but at the same time, I... 
I have a wisdom score of zero. I'm not gonna be able to insight check you or have any will to do it. <laughs> I know, but I have high charisma. I can talk. I just don't care about what people are, are projecting. Can Silver look around the barn? Maybe a nature check for the animals. Yeah, give me a nature check. You can maybe figure out what kind of animals lived in the barn. Or like tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. You know that it was most likely a hooved type of animal, possibly a type of deer or a steer or something like that. Something uh, probably natural to this area. Can I get any sense of where they left? Or like how... Uh, the tracks you have are so old that oh, old. Um, any idea of where they might be now cannot be determined by their tracks. The earth okay. has taken the tracks. Yeah. Like, again, this place looks like it's been out of use for possibly decades. Curious. How do the dice look compared to mine? I have a dice set. <laughs> uh, so you have you gambling do. dice set. These look like, uh... Just for, just for the sake of keeping it short, they're D and D. They're a D and D set of dice. <laughs> okay. Without describing a <laughs> seventh yeah. set of dice. You have one that's cube shaped. One that's pyramid shaped. Ah, <laughs> uh, so the, the one's one a that if you drop it and step on it will kill you. So they have numbers. <laughs> All right. So I'm assume, I, I assume I can work a lantern and get it lit. Yeah. You managed to get it lit. What do we do with all this stuff? Is the bag know. big enough that I fit into? Uh, like, is it that big? You want to fit in the bag? <laughs> no, I'm just asking how <laughs> like, big Like, did you is. climb into the sleigh? It could be a bag of holding. <laughs> I've just been reaching into the sleigh, like... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but, um, yeah, no, the bag is... Looks like it's large enough, I might even be able to fit Lokar in it. Oh, it's a big bag. Dang, hmm. why did I just wear the bag? <laughs> At least he's warm. Um, he probably is gonna like, kind of like. I think Lokar is more taken aback by the fact that this sleigh is pristine in this like barn, and now that he's not worried about heat, I think he would probably go sit in the sleigh and kind of see if there's anything up in the front of it. Uh, he sit in the sleigh. Uh, there is a wide bench seat with cushioning on it. The cushioning itself is also pristine, like it's never been worn by time. And the, you can see that there is a place for uh, reins, and that it looks that the sleigh is wide enough that it's probably pulled by two lines of animals. Okay. It's, yeah. No, your descriptions are fantastic. So, it's like. As opposed to saying, you know, it's Santa's sleigh. You're just like, oh, here's the description of Santa's sleigh. Um, okay. Well, I feel like just saying Santa's sleigh would be cheating. I, I agree. <laughs> That's why I appreciate this. Um, okay. Um, so, Silva, did you... You didn't try and jump into the bag, did you? No. I just want to okay. know you. I'm afraid to reach into it. Oh, if it's did, we, did we read the parchment? No. Oh. No. 
Um, I mean, I don't necessarily know if I saw the parchment since Puck was going through the bag. Silva was yeah. looking around the barn. I don't think I'm Puck keeping it. I, I'm keeping it in the left hand, and I'm still fumbling around in the bag, seeing if there's other stuff. I don't think Puck has been okay. very secretive about what. If it's in your hand, I probably would turn. No, it's in the left hand. Oh, what's that parchment there in your hand? Well, here and. I, I keep fumbling around the bag, seeing if I, there's more stuff in it. Okay, so I'll try, I'll open the parchment and read it. All right, you open the parchment and you find a crudely drawn map in crayon. <laughs> hey, the crayons! <laughs> you do not find crayons on the bag, though. Damn! It was it written in the. <laughs> it is written in crayon, and you oh. can see that there is a large red barn. That says you are here. That's convenient. And then there's a dotted line leading away from the barn that goes to another big, crudely drawn house like structure that says factory. And then beyond that, on the far side of the factory from the barn, um, is another one that says uh, the house. So there's a line that just goes between those three points? So there is a line from the barn leading to the factory. Yeah. And then on the other side of the factory, on the far side of the parchment from the barn, is another line that goes to the house. Seems very obvious. Um, so <laughs> so, yeah. so Lockhart's going to look at the map and go, the good news is it's in a language I can read. Yeah. The bad news is it looks like we might need to go back outside. <laughs> the language you can read is crayon? It's a picture. Okay. And he turns it around to show you. <laughs> uh, Tony, what languages do you speak? Common, undercommon, and draconic. And I also have the spell understand language. Comprehend languages. Alright, did you grow up with common or did you grow up with undercommon? Oh, that'd be common. Common, then yeah, the map's in common. Alright. Uh, Why well, speak common? How would I not have read it? Oh, yeah, I did read it. <laughs> did, did, well, that, that might explain why. Did you well, read no, it? No, but I thought there was more on it than it saying barn house. factory house. No, it's just <laughs> barn factory house. Okay, I, I thought, I'm like, wait, there was another text I could have read? No. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Um, okay, know. so... Is there... Um, can I actually hold on to that? Because I know that uh, I saw Bardis scribbling down stuff. I, he he likes maps. He might like that. I don't know if it, okay, uh, his stuff looks I better, think, but... Well, but we can, we can use it now. We can use it now, but, okay. uh, but he might... Uh, is it, I want to give it as a gift. That's fine. Uh, do you want to hold the map now, or are you sure. okay with... Okay. So, are we walking, or...? I don't really see a way to move the sleigh. Do you want me to pull you in the sleigh? <laughs> uh, do you want the answer? I, I don't <laughs> mind either way. I suppose <laughs> I'm strong enough to pull the sleigh if we think there's a reason that we might need it. Silva's looking at the um, rain. Would they work with snowflake? I don't think there was rain. So there were rain. I think he said it looked like there were spots to put oh, two spots. ropes oh. that would hold animals. 
Yeah. I think he describes <laughs> where like, Reigns would be positioned. I'm getting <laughs> confused, so it's like all of a sudden Lokar is offering to pull the sleigh and is offering to bridle himself so I can get him with Reigns. Well, <laughs> I'm like, this is confusing me. <laughs> I think um, it would be easier to walk. I don't know how far this is, and this is just more weight for us to bring with us. Granted, it's work for all of us then. Alright. Um, well, I'm going to grab the bag, and I'll bring it with. Because that seems, you know, it's a low car sized bag that might be useful. I feel like he's going to club me and throw me in the bag. <laughs> you try to remove the bag from the sleigh, and the bottom of the bag just does not want to lift off the sleigh. Um, you see me embarrassingly try and struggle lifting up an empty bag. Hey, Puck, you want to just grab that bag and we can go? Trying! Heavy? <laughs> it doesn't look that heavy. I rolled my strength. <laughs> and I roll a six. That sounds accurate. <laughs> you you keep trying to pull and pull and pull, and it looks like for some reason this empty bag is just too heavy for you. It's for kicking your ass. <laughs> eventually, eventually, your hands slip off the bag, and you catch yourself before you fall into one of the stables. Oh God. Okay. So, can we at least just carry the stuff that's in the bag and come back for this if we need it? <sighs> sure. They, they must well, have you stapled that. We need that... to bring the sleigh with us, but. They must have stapled Did that bag or something. I guess I didn't try. I mean, I'm not. I want to see if the sleigh moves if I pull it a little bit. Granted, I don't have a way to attach myself pull or to push. it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean. Is there any rope around at all? Uh, no. Any rope that was here has been rotted. Okay. So it probably isn't a good way to pull the sleigh. No. <laughs> at run. best, you could attempt to push it. Okay, I'm going to try to push it a little bit. I'm going to kind of move Puck out of the way and try to push it and see if it pushes easily. Give me right. a strength check. Oh. I should have known I was going to have to roll. <laughs> oh, net one! <laughs> so, five. You try to push it, but my god, that sleigh must weigh like a frickin' three tons because it is not even budging. And He's push. gonna try to push it and probably just like slip and go, never mind, we don't need the sleigh, and just start walking towards the door. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, there you go. <laughs> so, you, you guys find yourself outside the barn again. The snowstorm has started to subside and it's now coming down gentle flakes pretty snow and with the wind die down you can see in the distance the glimmer of moonlight off of metal which looks like shaped like the front of a building so i can presume it's the factory you can presume it's the factory okay i'm gonna kind of point at it and go uh it might be the factory over there all right um I'm still keeping my distance. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just keep an eye on I know, out I know. But... If there's anything else out here. Wait, do, do you guys all put the coats on? Yeah. Okay. Would yeah, you not? Warm. I, not if everybody else. Lokar was everybody. freezing. As soon as he <laughs> as soon as he saw the relief probably on Puck's face, he would have put the coat on. <laughs> okay, wait. 
Got to go He's time. a turtle. He's cold blooded. Yeah. He the warmth. He, as soon as as soon as he was in a cold climate, he got frostbitten. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I didn't apparently find one for Snowflake, but Snowflake is That's named like Snowflake. Yeah, Snowflake comes with a built-in coat, <laughs> <laughs> and the name is Snowflake. <laughs> if you can't stand a little snow and cold, you shouldn't be named Snowflake. <laughs> Alright, so as you all move towards the large metal structure, you're outside for maybe what's maybe a 20-minute walk. And with these coats on, even though, like, your legs and feet aren't prepped for snow, it's like the snow's not even there as you're moving through it. Nice. So oh, like, it, it's it's not even hindering us or anything? No, not even hindering huh. you. You're just... Are we leaving like, tracks, though? No, you're actually walking on the snow. Ooh. Ooh, we're like Jesus. Uh, yes, yeah, we're walking religious. on frozen water. <laughs> okay, we're like Hanukkah Harry. <laughs> you don't know that. If you've ever met Hanukkah Harry, <laughs> <laughs> the man who walks on snow to deliver gifts to all the good little Jewish children. I have no idea what I'm listening to. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> And as you walk through the snow and uh, approach the large metal structure, it is a large uh, building with metal walls and large chimney stacks sticking out the top of it. There is no smoke coming out of the chimney stacks, and there is very... Chimney snacks? Stacks. I got well, excited I mean... for chimney snacks. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe the chimneys are kind of colored like they're candy canes. Mmm. <laughs> And uh, actually, I didn't. Right doesn't know what that is. And you see, there are it's large metal panel walls with high windows barred from the inside. There is no smoke coming from the multiple candy-striped chimneys that sit atop the large building. The front doors are large and red. One of them slightly ajar, with a pile of snow building up between the two doors. Um, head into that door. Looks like the easiest way in. Yep. Um, I'm gonna scope around the place. Alright, it's a fairly large building. It'll take you a while to scope around it. Sure, but let's still do it. Okay, so Puck uh, breaks off from the rest of the party and starts to walk around as Lokar... I, I would call Puck and be like, Puck, let's let's not go... I'm just checking the place out. I'm yeah, but... going... Oh, I'm sticking to the building. But we're going inside. Alright, go ahead. Um, I just want to make sure, like, I don't, I get itchy right now. That this, I understand the place looks abandoned, but I don't like just walking into the, it feels like a trap to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to look around. Alright, Puck goes looking around. Lokar and Silva with Snowflake head towards the door. Um, I'll send Snowflake with Puck. Okay, Snowflake goes with Puck. Puck, you have a little buddy. Oh. Hey, Snowflake. <laughs> like, a, I pet Snowflake on the head. Um, yeah, I'd probably go in and at least, like, kind of stick the lantern down and try to peek into the door before we try to get in it. Oh. Right, it is pitch dark inside the factory, and as you poke the lantern in, you can see that the light is shining off what looks like multiple metal machines with uh, 
paths made of um, looks like rope and burlap that kind of is in a path between the machines. Um, it looks like it's on a pulley system that makes the burlap move through the machines, like a type of path. And you can see that it looks like it's abandoned. Okay. Um, yeah, probably at least get in and just kind of, like, look around. Like, not move too far away from the entrance, but just kind of, like, shine the lantern and look around and see all that, and then wait for Puck there at the entrance. Alright. Uh, as you get in, um, Silva, what is your vision type? Let's take a look here. Like, how far? Like, what type? I pulled you up. Let's see. If it's dark vision or... Dark she vision, has dark up to vision, 60, 60 feet. feet. I have the dark vision 120. But you're, oh, you're outside. outside. <laughs> yeah. In the moonlight, where it's light. Yes. I, I don't know if we established if it was day or night. It's moonlight because it was moonlight shining off the metal. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Silva, you can see that within 60 feet out from the entrance, you can see that there's a lot of these machines with these... Uh, contraptions, conveyor belts, um, between them, and that there are s just, like, piles of what looks like toys, abandoned toys by the machines. Like, mid-manufacturing? Mid... Uh, some piles look like they're in the middle of being manufactured, some piles look like they're done, some piles look like they're just the bare necessities to get started. Oh, I want to sing that song now. Stuff. Nah, don't do it. <laughs> We're not monetized. We'll get demonetized. Disney does not take any <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Silva, you can see that there's piles of toys around these machines. And you can see up in the ceiling, it looks like there might be uh, what looks like uh, light sources that are currently turned off. Can I look for how to turn them on? Um, so it's not are, a light switch. <laughs> you well, are looking around, and well, is that, I guess are they technological or are they like lanterns? That would be a big. They're they're light switches. Okay, so I'll look for a switch. Yeah, they're electric. So, um, boogie, boogie, boogie. you can you can see. You do not. You do. You don't see a switch within your sixty feet. You might need to go further into the factory. Not even against the by the door. Not even by the door. <laughs> this is not a ADA OSHA um, compliant. <laughs> I'll tell all of this to Lokar. Is there weapons here? Just what is a toy? A like something they're, they're for children. Not there, but there are probably tons of hammers and stuff there, probably. <laughs> well, let's go look! I want to start throwing hammers at things. <laughs> Puck, sure, go. You, you, are you have made your way around the building. Mm -hmm. Were there any, like, snowdrifts uh, going up to the side of it? Uh, yeah, around the ba It looks like the snow is drifting up the back of it. Would it look like, uh, since I apparently can walk on snow, something I could climb up 
onto the top of the roof? Um, no, it's not that tall of a drift. It goes maybe halfway up the building. Alright, I was wondering if I could get a better vantage point. Um, while walking around, since I know the crayon map, do I happen to see the house in the distance as well, or no? Uh, you can see in the further distance a large wooden cabin-like house. Alright. Any, any signs of life there? Lights? Smoke? Uh, a bit of light. Uh, mm, there is just the faint glow of light from the top of the cabin. Okay. Uh, Lokar, Silva, do you move further into the factory? Really like to wait for Puck. Anyway. Alright, well then, Puck, you finish your walk around. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I get to the entrance. Yep, Lokar and Silver are still waiting just inside the door for you. Alright. I'll point uh, out the lights and the toy, the piles. Oh, you can see them? You can see by the night. He's got 120 feet. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, you can he has 120 feet. Yeah, yeah so... I'll point him out anyway. <laughs> anything interesting? Well, no. Yeah. Um... So if we can find a way to turn these lights on, it might be for the better. I don't know. Like, I'm wondering about that. Uh, I was able to see the house in a distance. And from what I could see, it looked like the light was on. So if we turn on the lights here, it might alert if someone in the house. If mm. there's someone in the house. Fair. Um, should, do you think it's worth checking this out, or should we just go right to the house? Um, if you're gonna check it around here, and you need to see, perhaps you could use your lantern and keep it hooded or something. But don't, don't turn on the lights here. Okay. But the map says to come here first! But if this place is abandoned, maybe it's worth it to go to the house and see who's down there. I assume we were brought here for a reason. I assume that maybe the reason is to go talk to the person in the house. So it was very literal. The map says to come here. <laughs> but there's nobody here that we can see. You hear you hear snowflakes start to growl at the darkness. Oh. Oh no. Snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what is snowflakes? Same as mine. Sixty dark vision. Well, then 60. I'm hoping that. Well, unless uh, it's a smell or something. Yeah. Snowflake has multiple senses. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> um, can I roll anything for Snowflake? I mean... Well, Snowflake already sensed it and is telling us something, but it's not through English. It, yeah, unless you have speak with animal. Do you want to... Uh, like, then you gotta cast I do it. have speak with but then I don't. Um, I will... Once Snowflake starts growling, I'll back up. If, I don't know how close we were to the door. I'm pulling out my weapon and shoot. I'll go in the doorway, at least. Uh, okay. Uh, not, I'm command Snowflake. Puck, um, so do I don't see. Do you look in the direction of where Snowflake is growling? Yeah. You see that there will, it looks like to be a giant stuffed teddy bear. Hmm. <laughs> I mage hand towards the teddy bear. So I pretty much... Mage hand towards the teddy bear, which weighs more than 5 to 10 pounds. Oh, that is a big teddy bear. <laughs> um, what is it? I can't see it. The teddy bear? Is, that, cast... type, is that a monster? No, it's a... Well, I 
do a prestidigitation and create like a little shower of light just so you could see in there. <laughs> There's just a little spark to... A little spark of light. He's here, <laughs> right there. You create a little flash of light, oh. and as you do so, it lights up the face of the teddy bear. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you can actually see that it's like a giant teddy bear costume, and that there is actually a... Oh, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> that there is a humanoid face in the middle of the teddy bear face. It is a monster. Um... <laughs> I didn't quite see that in the darkness that well. Uh, that uh, that was all right. So Snowflake is good. Good instincts. <laughs> um, are, we, are we initializing combat or are we? Uh... No, it's just creepy as hell. Well, I want to um, go over and attack it. <laughs> did it move? Do we see the face move? Is your is your lantern on? I assume I put the lantern down when I pulled my sword and shield out. Yes, he puts the lantern down. It is still lit. Okay. I hope so. This isn't a video game where you put a lantern down and it goes out, because, you know, video games. When, when right. the flash showed the face, was it lifeless? Uh, it was. You didn't get that good of a look in the quick flash. You just noticed that there was a humanoid-type face. Actually, Lokar, I want you to roll me a... Mm, perception check. Uh, that's not gonna be good. Ah, 16. You notice it had fairly orcish fe fe features. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, if I see, if I think I saw orc, I'm just gonna yell out orc and. Mm. And I cringe. I don't know if I'm gonna. Oh, how would I get over there without the light? That's, just that's up to you, but you definitely noticed that there was some orcish features to its face. If I do something to my weapon, does it give it light? <laughs> if he, yeah, if he screams orc, I cringed and... Do you shout orc? Oh yeah, I, I shouted orc. Then roll initiative. Uh... No, 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 Wait, I don't want Silva to get hurt. <laughs> Blue cars at 13. Hey. Silva? Uh, 13. Also a 13. Puck. Uh, 12. It is a... I forget. 20. Oh. And so pretty much... it rolled a So, as you yell orc, all of a sudden, the lights overhead turn on as the factory suddenly comes to life. Oh, thank god. At least the I machines, can see. The <laughs> machines start rumbling, the conveyor belts start moving, and it's just this crazy, noisy factory as all these machines just start running. And once that happens, you can see that this large teddy bear has the face of what looks like an orcish creature except it is lined with fur and has two large curved horns poking out the sides of its head. Um, Lokar, I'm just going to give it to you because you come from a land of orcs. Um, this is what's known as a Tanaruk, which is what happens when orcs use magic to combine themselves with demons. 
Oh, okay. It's like an or it looks it looks kind of like Beastman from He-Man, except orcish. Like, is this like a like a like a Warcraft uh, Burning Crusade orc type thing? Uh, no, this is from the D and D. Oh, okay, uh, interesting. It, it, it's like it's like if it was a large orc crossed with a Thundercat and Beastman from He-Man. Okay. It's like an orc with lots of fur on the edge of its body, and then two large horns out the side of its head. Okay. And they're known for being berserkers. I so. had an ability that I used to cast on my weapon, and I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> okay. Um. So who's first? First is Puck. Oh. I um. I don't see that it's alive yet. It still looks just like an inanimate teddy bear because it's not moving, right? Well, now with the lights on, you can see that it's starting to move. Mm. Is it the only thing in the factory? It is the only living thing you can see in the factory. Okay. Alright, still, I'm going to go towards the doors, keep my eyes on Lokar and Silva. And then, yeah. No no spell, not going to hold an action. Alright, well, yeah, I'm going to hold essentially a... Uh, a blast, which is uh, modified with the um, what's it called? Uh, okay. The 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 pushback one, just in case something gets close to me. Propelling blast. Yeah. Okay, you can you hold that. Um, then it goes to Silva and Lokar. Either one of you can do. That's your call. I probably would have rushed in there as soon as I could have. Um, I would have backed up and gotten my bow and arrow, but not pointed it at him. I would have, like, pointed it at the ground. So I guess I'm maybe holding shooting with it, but I'm cautious. You're holding an attack action. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But not running. what, What about Snowflake? Um... Is Snowflake still growling? Yeah. Uh, I'll just leave her next to me. Alright, and Lokar, I assume you charge in? Yeah, I was just debating if I was going to... Is there anything about this that screams undead to me? Or no? No. Okay. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Uh, my favorite... Enough radiance is a good idea. Um. Okay, yeah, I'll probably run in. Oh, I can do that as a. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna run in, and I'm going to, as I'm going in, is my bonus action. I'm going to cast divine favor. Right, he is sixty feet away from you. Oh, he's in the middle of the factory. Okay. Um, that's fine. I mean, divine favor is a bonus action. It just puts a, a buff on myself. And how long? It lasts until concentration. Uh, concentration up to a minute. Okay, then you charge forward. Yeah, um, I guess I'll probably run all the way up to it, so I'll just do the dash. 
Okay, you do the dash, you get right up to it. As you get right up to it, you can see that it's starting to snarl as it looks like it's coming out of a deep sleep. Okay. Actually, probably knowing that I'm running up to it, I'm not going to do Divine Favor, I'm going to do Shield of Faith. Okay, you prepare yourself knowing that to get up to it, you might have to take a hit. Yep. So you prepare yourself. And then... As it wakes up, it will take a bite at you. It'll get one attack this turn. Okay. Uh, that is a 16 plus... It's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And it does... 11 damage. Oof. Alright, back, I... back to the top. Well, top. I was holding. Could I possibly oh, yeah. have incited if his bite was defensive or aggressive? Uh, roll an insight? I, even, I guess if even that's my action, I want to know if... Well, technically, well, you would have point, had to held point, an action. That, like, actually, a specific yeah, action. no, you held an action. You don't get that. Okay. Because what action did you hold? Shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have held like that. That's. Um. No, I'm not gonna do it. Puck, you're gonna do anything with your held action? How far is it from me? Uh, about sixty feet. All right, because I did see it hit Lokar. Lokar didn't attack it just yet. He kind of just went up and shielded. I, I'll, I'll push it back, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw an attack at it. All right, go ahead and swing. So I swing, swing in my hand and smack it with a net 20. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully it does damage. Uh, what else? So I'm going to max damage. So 10. So you double the dice. You just roll the dice twice, right? Yeah. No, you double Double. Oh. No? So you maxed it, so you doubled the dice. So it does 20 damage then, and this gets thrown back 10 feet. Oh, yeah, you don't double right. the bonus. Like, you just double whatever the dice roll was. Yeah, so the dice roll... I don't have a bonus. Okay. So it was just straight 10 times 2 is 20. Alright. Goes back to the top of the niche. Um, as Puck just releases the blast in reaction to seeing Lokar get bitten. Um, Lokar, as it sinks its teeth into your arm where you're trying to cast the shield, all of a sudden the face just gets pounded in the face with Eldritch <laughs> Fire as it reels back ten feet, clawing at its face, yowling in pain. And goes back to the top of the Anish. Puck, you're up again. Um, I guess I'll... I'll I did a one back slap, I'll do a forward slap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that one was only a uh, 14. 14 hits. Wow. And that's five. Five total? Yeah. Five total. All right. And... Is this also that... repelling? Uh, yeah. All right, he gets pounded again, this time in the chest, as he just stumbles backwards. Uh, Silva, up to you. Um, 
still want to know. Oh, I still I want to do the inside check. All right. Shoot it! Shoot ha! I want to know. I'll let you uh, bonus action for the insight. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll do that first. Um, 18. 18. Well, at this point, you're not sure if it was defending itself, but right now it seems pretty mad in that it's going to go <laughs> after them. It's aggressive. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> you don't at the, at this point, it's itching for a fight. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, 14? 14 hits. With five damage. The almighty five. Alright. Low car. Up to you, buddy. The yep. thing has been knocked back 20 feet away from you. I am going in. I want to see if there's anything else doing with a bonus action. Probably not. I could do Divine Favor, but I want to blow two first level spells already. So, um, yeah, I'm going to run in and swing my sword at it. All right. Oh, I can do... No, but I have a shield on, so I can't do two-handed attack. Ugh. Uh, seven to hit. No. <laughs> it's an orc. You can't hit it? Oh, wait, sorry. It's a nine to hit. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you sure that didn't get any better? <laughs> I want uh, two things. I want level no. five so bad. So you go to swing at it with your orc... With your, with you are just ready to kill some more orcs, and you just go to swing at it. But after getting hit twice in the face, it's fairly awake and manages to just use its uh, clawed hand to just pair to just like smack your sword hand away as you try to strike at it. Of course it did. And now it goes. And it's gonna do claw attack. And that is a 18 to hit. That will not hit. Okay, and then it goes in for the bite. Of course. It nat 20s on the bite. Oh, God. So he's, like, reaching out. I'm going to start figuring out how to reroll another character. <laughs> uh, it does 8 damage. Well, that's not so bad. That, that was a crit? It rolled low. Okay, good. <laughs> Marty at like half health. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, goes back up to Puck. Um, but what what's around in the? Uh, it, so it's a giant factory and whatnot. It's a giant factory with toys and different uh, different. What's the word I'm looking for? Nothing fun like something big, heavy chandelier above it. No, there's, there's like no, there's no big heavy chandelier above it. The, there's glowing orbs of electric light and glass bulbs uh, overhead, and then there's just a bunch of machines with conveyor belts running. Mm. Shit. All right. So, uh, all right. Um. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, kill it. Something I, that kills it. Yeah, I know. I, all I could do is go pew pew again. Um, you are I don't pew like. Pew class. <laughs> yeah, I'll do another pew pew. Well, well, no. Does it look like it's still pretty strong and angry? 
It's angry as all heck. I mean, it looks hurt, but it's angry as all heck. Okay. Um. All right, so I guess I'll just swing and uh, uh, swing at it. So pretty much I'll do like a essentially a mock punch in the air and shoot black energy out. Okay. And I roll in that one. Roll again. That's a total of a uh, 22. Okay, that's a much better other roll, so we're going to roll percentile dice. And this one was going to be repelling as well. I'm just trying to push it as far away from me. Is that costing you sorcerer points? What? To do, like, repel? No. It's oh, just a... Okay. Pretty much, I mean, I can pull him towards me 10 feet, which I don't think is a good idea. <laughs> or push him away 10 feet. <laughs> that seems like a much better idea. All right, so you kind of slip on a bit of the snow underfoot as you're standing in the doorway, and your shot goes wide and you miss. Mm -hmm. But you hit the repelling blast on one of the conveyor belts, and it comes loose from the machine it's connected to and actually slams into the side of the creature. Awesome! And it deals an extra 10 points of damage because it was caught off guard. That sounds like a chandelier from the side. <laughs> that sounds like it's... I meant, to, I meant to do that. <laughs> Silver and Lokar, your turn. You went first last time, but you want to go first again? Well, I want to look around if there's a way we can trap it without killing it. Hit it with conveyors. <laughs> trap Put it, it on a, without a circle it. of conveyors. <laughs> yeah, It'd be nice to have a low car sized bag right now. Okay, Silva, as, <laughs> as a ranger, from the face you're seeing, it's probably past the point of being willing to talk. Alright. Then I will bonus Hunter's Mark and attack with my bow. It's like, ah, you look sufficiently angry. I have to kill you now. 15? 15 hits. At least a 14 hits. We don't know what its low is yet. The lowest is a 14. Oh, okay. That is its armor. Twelve. Twelve damage. Oh, is that twelve to hit? No, you, no, you hit, no. you hit. You're right. Twelve no. damage. It was fifteen to hit. Twelve damage. Yes. Okay, you shoot it. It hits in the chest area. It goes in. It looks good. Sorry Lokar. if you're nice. Does it look like it's getting? <laughs> is it bloodied yet? It's bloodied. I mean, okay. it looks like it's probably a little over fifty percent of its health gone. Okay, I'm just debating if it's worth it to lay on hands to give myself some health, or better to... Um, yeah, I'm just going to swing at it, because I want to hit this thing. Yep. Oh, that's much better. 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Good. Um, that is a D8 plus 4. That is 8 damage. Right, and then it's gonna go before we cut to break. Or we should no, you know what? We should just finish this fight off. It's close. 
Okay. Uh, it rolled a two. Yeah, sorry, that's well low, below my armor class. <laughs> so the claw misses. It's going to go in for the bite. And that's also going to be way too low to hit. All right. Goes so back up to the Passing top. the shield has not actually helped me, but still, it was good to have me. Yes, so it goes to swing at you. It completely misses. Its arm is kind of thrown off by the conveyor belt that just struck it. And then it goes in for the bite, and you manage to just kind of pull yourself back enough where it just misses you. And, like, you're, you're like, okay, now I got it. Now I, now I feel <laughs> it. Now I'm back in the groove. Now I remember how to kill orcs that actually fight back. <laughs> and Wait. back to the top is Puck. All right. So how is the conveyor next to it right now? Like, is it, like, in front of it, the side of it, at an angle? So, it smacked it on the side and then pushed it away so it's on an angle behind it. Alright, so I'll go to an angle that the conveyor is between me and it, if I can? Uh, uh it's 60 feet away, so it's gonna take... Uh, you don't have enough movement to get around it to the back of it. Uh, no, not not to, to the back of it. I'm trying to get it back, so just the conveyor is between us. You can move so that there's a different conveyor between you. Sure. Alright, you do that. How far is... Uh, uh, how far is the conveyor from it? The conveyor from it is probably about 25 feet away from it. God damn. Okay. <sighs> do you have a conveyor belt for cover? <laughs> sure. And then, uh... What... If it's right next to it, oh, uh, I want to either throw it into the conveyor. So would I pull it or push it? The creature? Yeah. It's not standing by any uh, conveyor belts that are currently running. The one that was near it, you hit with your Eldritch Blast and pounded into it. It is no longer on the, uh, it is no longer running. <laughs> okay. All right, well, then, uh, then I will just do my final pew pew or one pew and so uh left hit throw it with my left hopefully my left is good left hook yeah left hook is a 17. do you have a different dice for each side that you throw I actually could <laughs> <laughs> this is lefty this is righty pew pew uh you hit <laughs> i do an astounding four damage all right it's looking pretty rough silva your go uh, shoot it again. Alright. For... Ooh, 23. Got it. 23 hits, for sure. 12 again. Alright. And Lokar. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to kill this thing off. It looks pretty bad. Uh, bad enough that a 19 will hit it. 19 will hit it. And... Ooh, 12 points of damage. Alright, and as it gets hit with the Eldritch Blast, another arrow in its side, it just stumbles forward, and as it stumbles forward, you just grin as you just take the blade and swing it down, severing its head from the rest of its body. Nice! That's the way I like That's to do move. it. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Especially knowing that they're undead orcs. Yeah, you double tap that. It it wasn't undead, but it's uh No, I know, it doesn't matter. 
No, and its large, heavy horned up. head just hits the ground with a thud as the rest of the body just starts to crumple and fall to the floor. And then I stab through the head with a sword and just go, Ah, that was glorious. You do that. And now there is a dead Tanaruk in the uh, middle of the factory. And we will pick up on the next session of Saving Christmas. Is that really what we're calling this? Saving Christmas? Well, I mean... <laughs> I have no problem with it. Ready. That's fair. Alright. Uh, get this ready. We don't have to call it Saving Christmas. We can call it whatever we want. Well, the people that are listening now will know whatever we decided to call it. Non-denominational. Uh, Non-denominational save the person saving in the red sleigh. Non-denominational. Saving non-denominational. Yes. All right. All right. Good night, guys. Well, see everybody in the next episode. Bye. Good night.